0: Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Podcast Series. In today's episode, we will hear the latest transfer pricing updates from PwC specialists in Thailand and Vietnam. My name is Dana Hart, and joining me today, I have Panachai Anatanat, a director with PwC Thailand, and Joseph Vu, a director with PwC Vietnam. Thank you both for joining me today. So to get started, let's set the scene for each of your countries. Can you tell us a little bit about transfer pricing in your jurisdictions, including any recent changes? Joe, why don't we go ahead and start with you?
1: Thanks, Dana. Vietnam was among the first Asian countries to adopt BEPS recommendations into its local TP legislation via Decree 20, which took effect last year, specifically from May 2017. Decree 20 follows the approach set out in BEPS Action 13 and introduces a three tiered TP documentation approach. So we have a master file, local file, and country by country report. The three tier TP documentation must be prepared before the annual tax filing date, which gives taxpayers just 90 days after the fiscal year end to complete, which is an extremely tight time frame.
0: Great, thank you, Joe. Pondicherry, can you tell us a little bit about transfer pricing in Thailand?
2: As for Thailand, we may be a bit behind Vietnam, but we are at the final stage of introducing our own transfer pricing legislation. At present, Thailand relies on the joint income tax provisions and its transfer pricing guidelines to govern related party transactions. The existing rules require that transactions must be at market price, which generally pretty much follow the arm's length concept. Under the TP guidelines, taxpayers are also expected to maintain transfer pricing documentation to be submitted upon request. There's currently no fine for not having documentation in place. With the new transfer pricing provisions, the definition of the arm's length principle would be introduced explicitly into the income tax law, and transfer pricing disclosure would become mandatory.
0: Okay, thanks, Panachai. So, Joe, I wanted to ask you, in terms of adopting BEPS Action Item 13, how are companies in Vietnam coping with the requirements?
1: Well, taxpayers face practical challenges if they strive to fully comply with the TP regs. For instance, for the master file, taxpayers are required to maintain this document even if the ultimate parent is not obligated to prepare the master file in its country of residence. We find that many small to mid-sized corporations are usually exempt from preparing master file in their home countries, but irrespective, the local TP rules in Vietnam still require the Vietnamese subsidiary to prepare the master file. This puts additional compliance burden on taxpayers. For CBCR, under the local TP regs, taxpayers are required to submit a copy of the Ultimate Parent CBCR upon request of the Vietnamese tax authority. This has created lots of confusion for multinationals because the government of Vietnam has not yet signed or participated in the MCAA or the Multilateral Competent Authority Agreement on the exchange of CBCR. And it has no legal instrument allowing for automatic exchange of information with any of its treaty partners. Thus, according to the OECD, There is no obligation for any taxpayer or any government to exchange CBCR with the Taxing Authority of Vietnam. Therefore, this obligation on taxpayers to provide a copy of CBCR to the Vietnamese tax authorities is a clear departure from OECD. Finally, another key challenge in Vietnam is sourcing data for benchmarking purposes. The new TP regulations allow taxpayers to use commercial databases or public information to support their TP position. However, the law also gives the tax authorities the power to use secret comparables to make TP adjustments in case taxpayer is deemed non-compliant with the requirements of the decree. Given the subjective nature of TP, there is a danger that secret comparables could be used to adjust taxpayers who have made a good faith attempt to comply with the law. We expect the use of secret comparables will lead to an increase in disputes and controversies.
0: Thank you, Joe. So, Panuchai, moving to you. With the Thai cabinet approving the Draft Transfer Pricing Act earlier this year, how does this development impact transfer pricing in Thailand?
2: Well, the current um, income tax law generally follows the arm's length principle anyway and soon the high tax law will contain its definition. So conceptually there may not be a big change in terms of the technicality of the TP rules itself. Now there may be certain specific considerations relating to outbound transfer pricing adjustments that we should keep an eye on once the law goes into effect. For one, year end transfer pricing adjustments in the form of outbound payments is currently prohibited under the income tax law if they were determined out of profits. So the TMM resale price of cost plus year-end outbound adjustments, which are based on the level of profits, do not generally work at present. Number two, if the residual profits are trapped in Thailand, even if the Thai entity exhibits a limited risk profile, the reallocation of profits to the principal would be disallowed without the underlying transaction. This may be seen for services business and or cases where the Thai entity only transacts with other limited risk entities other than the principal. So it would then be interesting to see how these matters would pan out. Other than the arms length concept, let me touch a bit upon the TP doc requirements in Thailand. There is currently no penalty for the absence of transfer pricing documentation. Nevertheless, if the transfer prices are incorrect, tax officers can make transfer pricing primary adjustments as well as secondary adjustments and impose a penalty of 100% of the tax shortfall plus 1.5% interest per month of the tax shortfall. With the new tax provision on transfer pricing, a penalty of not more than 200,000 baht, which is roughly 6,000 USD, will be introduced when failing to comply with the Thailand Transfer Pricing Disclosure requirements. This will be on top of the penalty and interest on the TP assessments by the Tax Authority now I use the term transfer pressing disclosure here as it would involve, one, a transfer pressing declaration form, disclosing related party transactions for the year and to be submitted together with the annual tax returns. And two, the three-tier documentation, CBCR, master file and local file. Now at the moment, no specific details on the three-tier documentation have been given, so there has not been any discussion around when CBCR is to be filed, whether CBCR notification is required. Or whether Thailand would allow surrogate filing. The required items under the master file and local file have not been released as well, but it can be expected that they should be quite similar to those under Action 13. Thailand's TP law is expected to be issued this year and apply for FY 2019 onwards.
0: Thank you, Panachai. So I want to turn to the audit environment. Panachai, you touched on Thailand's TP disclosure requirements and TP assessments. Can you tell us a little bit about the audit environment in Thailand?
2: Yes, certainly. The Revenue department has been quite active in transfer pricing audits since 2012. You'll know if you're subject to a TP audit, what would happen is that the department would issue a letter inviting you in for a meeting, as well as to request for the submission of a transfer pricing documentation, or Thailand local file. Transfer pricing audits normally last from a year to several years. If an audit takes place, more likely than not that additional information other than a TP doc itself would be required. Today, there have not been any cases reaching the court level on the issue of which TP methods are or are not appropriate, nor has there been any court cases involving what is the appropriate level of returns. All transfer pricing audit cases have so far been settled at their own department's level. Now, as much as I say that Thailand generally follows the arm's length principle, when it comes to transfer pricing audits, the Thai entities subject to audit are expected to be the tested parties regardless of their functional and risk profiles. So even if those having profiles of risk takers or more complex entities, with TMM or other one-sided methods being used as the most appropriate methods, the operating results of the Thai entities who are risk takers in this case are still expected to be tested. Also, the department in practice would by default reject foreign comparables, claiming that they cannot verify the accuracy and reliability of the foreign comparables information. There have been exceptional cases where regional study may be considered, but only if the results of the regional benchmark is more favorable than a local benchmark. Further, intercompany charges like many jurisdictions are heavily scrutinized and supporting documents are expected to prove their substance and benefits. The simplified approach to low-value adding intergroup services has not been accepted in Thailand at the moment, nor are there any safe harbour rules. If the adopted transfer price were assessed for transfer pricing adjustments, secondary adjustments either in the form of deemed dividends or deemed loans would also be imposed. The consequences would be that there would be additional tax assessments either in the form of withholding tax on dividends or corporate income tax and indirect tax on certain cases on the deemed interest income.
0: Thank you, Panachai. Joe, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about the audit environment in Vietnam as well.
1: Uh, Vietnamese tax examiners have become increasingly more aggressive post-BEPs. We are seeing tax officials starting to send mass notices to collect local files from taxpayers with the aim to create a database uh, to screen and select potential companies to audit Uh, we have seen a significant increase in the number of TP audits from the previous year and much more aggressive positions taken by the tax officials. Also historically, TP audits were conducted by the in-charge tax officials with limited knowledge on TP. However, the TP audits have recently been conducted by centralized TP specialists in major cities and provinces. Well, if your company is loss-making or have significant management fees and royalty charges, it is almost certain you will be audited according to recent trends. In short, the TP audit environment is becoming more aggressive with the changes in the new regulations on TP enforcement.
0: Okay, great. Thank you, Panishai and Joe, for these updates. And thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast. If you would like further information about this topic, please contact the speakers. You can find their contact information in the description of this episode. Thank you.